0: Hey everybody. The SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. I dealt with an SWP listener just the other day. They had the wife's car with one company the house was with another, and the husband's car was with a third. The fourth policy was fine for the cottage in Quebec. Anyways, now they know, and we've got an amalgamated plan going forward. We even saved a whack of money doing it. Text me, Jared Girard All Insurance, Ontario, 613-801-2659. Your modern boutique broker. The
1: SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports
0: Talk. Every weekday. You look fantastic. Is everything good? Everything all right? Mm -hmm. We're hoping you had a fantastic weekend. Catching up on past episodes of the Steve Warren Project, no doubt. Uh, We're just checking in. See how it's going with you. It's Steve Warren Project. Steve and Jimmy back again. James, how are you feeling? What's going on? How was the weekend?
1: Stevie, the weekend was good. Yeah, the weekend was good. My feet under me. You know, time to move on. Yeah. Right? And life. Uh, I'm wearing the hospital shirt, Steve. It's the one they give you to go home with. This might my be Stevie, one of my better shirts. <laughs> what?
0: That's uh, that's it's not like a, that's it's not like untrue.
1: A, it's pretty fashionable ho- hospital shirt, Stevie, huh? Look at that. Look at that. it. That's nice, huh? Yeah.
0: Is it? Is yeah. it go all the way down to your knees, kind of thing, with a bare arse or something?
1: No, no, no. It's a shirt. It's actual. Yeah. It's like a nice shirt. Hmm. Yeah, it's like a nice little shirt.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Well, it looks like a, a shirt you may have worn after you'd lost, you know, before you lost 50 pounds or something. It's yeah. a big one. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's very roomy. And I see you're putting your cigarette out in your Coca-Cola can. Sure. It looks, like, looks, yeah. really, looks really cool when you do it, actually. Oh, yeah. There we go.
1: Yeah. Nice. Right there. Uh, Stevie, uh, with with everything that's going on yeah. in the hockey world, of course, um, which is fantastic. The, the others are going to get wiped out. Uh, they're getting whacked by by Colorado. Um, I was tuning into the French Open, Steve, okay? Like you were. You had a little peripheral eye on it, you know, because uh, the Canadians went fairly deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, So Rafael Nadal wins the French Open. Okay, Steve? Mm-hmm. Are you ready for this? I am. So I'm listening to it yesterday. He it goes, 14th major. Okay? 14th major. No, no, Steve. 14 times. He's won the French Open. Right. 14 freaking times. I thought, boy, this guy's rolling. That's got to be five, six times now he's won the French Open. You know? Is that the most incredible thing you've heard in a long time? I mean, we love records.
0: He's won, I don't know, 20-plus majors or something like that. Maybe more. He's the leader now. He's got 22 Grand Slam titles. And uh, Roger Federer and Novak Djokovic have 20. And... You know, I think I think
1: it's a I think it's b- bigger than golf and all that shit because these majors they start with uh I don't know, seven thousand freaking entries, you know, the people that are in it. You know, two weeks. You got it's I think it's 164 would be my guess. You know, that mm-hmm. that 128. I don't know, I don't know what whatever. I had another whatever you what do Seven rounds, I think, Stevie, you gotta win. Five sets, you know, it's like 14 times that guy won the French Open. I, you
0: well, know. he's the king of clay for some reason. He's just better than everybody else on clay. That ability to get to balls and uh, be able to slide just at the right time. Yeah. There's just something about it that agrees with him, and no one else can touch Rafael Nadal on yeah. clay.
1: Anyway, that one just stood out at me over the weekend. If you said, what, was, what are the highlights of the weekend? It had to be that one because I really thought when I heard it, God, he's won 14 majors. That's incredible, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's won at least that,
0: Yeah, at least that. <laughs> yeah, 14 Grand Slams, they were all French Open. And by the way, again, the overall leader in tennis history. And there's a long time there where I thought Novak Djokovic was going to, just based on age, and just based on watching him, he's just so springy and, and youthful looking. And Rafael Nadal just, you know, it seems like, I don't know, he's starting to break down a little bit with age. And uh, sometimes you see him with back problems. And right. certainly Roger Federer, older than all three of them, I think he's probably won his last Grand Slam. So I always thought Djokovic was going to be the guy. But his whole thing with you know COVID and, uh, and, and dealing with all that, and that probably was a real distraction to him because there's a lot of people who stopped being fans of the Joker after that. And I don't right. know if his head's in it the way it once was. So I don't know. It's possible Rafael Nadal, he's got a two Grand Slam lead now in Djokovic. Maybe Rafa ends up being the king of tennis. All right, let's get into some hockey talk. The NHL suspended Edmonton Oiler forward Evander Kane for tonight's potentially deciding Game 4 in the Western Final for that hit from behind that injured Colorado Avalanche forward Nazem Kadri. It happened very early on in Game 3 on Saturday. Hmm. The Oilers had taken a one nothing lead, and it was basically uh, you had Kadri going into the corner in the offensive zone. He's going to be first of the puck. Kane is chasing him, and Kane gives him a cross-check. And I didn't think he cleaned him out or looked like a guy that was absolutely intent on, you know, maiming this guy, or he would have just basically run him into the end boards. There was a good, good, solid cross check at a stupid place on the ice. And uh, now Kadri looks like he's going to be out for the rest of this series, however long it ends up going. I don't know. Did you have a chance to see the hit and what did you think?
1: Yeah, I did. I watched it a few times. Uh, I've always sided Stevie with, the suspension side when in doubt suspend is that it well i think so i i think you have to right otherwise it, you know if you don't on that one even you can sit there till you're blue in the face go well I, you know i didn't hit him full steam you know uh it's like whatever we, can, we can't have it you know we can't have it because if you if you give him a soft penalty so you know if you don't suspend him you know you're leaving yourself open literally you know, f- for the kill, right? For the for the next hit. So, uh I agree with it. You know, there there was another one too. I think in the Ranger series, uh, where the goalie was it? Right? Yeah, it was in the, in the Tampa game, Uh where the goalie got run. One of the goalies kind of got run and shoved into the net. And for sure, it looked to me like it was just momentum. You know that that he that was Cadre again. Oh, was that what it was? And, and yeah. They, right. But they gave him a penalty right away, right? They gave him a penalty, and I think they have to do that. So that—that's me, anyway. I think you have to go. You have, like I say, you got to go. You got to go to the right from with the needle, and not.
0: Yeah, that hit you're talking about was Kadri, and after the game, Bennington who was knocked out of the playoffs, Jordan Bennington is going back to the room. He sees Nasim Kadri giving an interview, chuckling it up. He had the headset on. He's talking to the to the, the NHL and TNT guys back at the studio, and he's chuckling away after the win. Binnington throws a water bottle at him at that stage, so he was not a happy camper with uh, Nasim Kadri. And, and I'll say this about the cane hit. I think just for doing something stupid like that, like we have an icing call that's been changed because we don't want races toward the end boards because anything can happen. So when you mm-hmm. do that on a race for a puck and you cross-check a guy – even though I don't think that was the most egregious cross-check I've ever seen, you deserve a game suspension just for being a bonehead. That mm-hmm. said, this is Nazim Kadri we're talking about, and I've never <laughs> been a Kadri fan. He's, right. he's got a reputation of doing stupid things, um, and I've also seen him embellish out there. And I'm not saying he's embellishing the injury or anything, but I think there may be a little of Nazim Kadri that was trying to sell it a little bit and then realized right. – halfway through the speed, the th- whole thing was happening that he's hitting low on the end boards, which has no give whatsoever. It may have been a guy trying to sell a call and it went really, really wrong for him. So that's right. I don't dismiss that part of it. I have no idea. Only Nazim Kadri knows, but I certainly don't dismiss that that may have been at play as well.
1: Yeah. It, it's, you know, the other thing is retribution, you know, when you do as a fan, right. You look at it just, just to your point, you know, it's like, well, you kind of deserve that, uh, and and I might agree, right? When you see it, you are like, "Who who do you hit there?" Oh well, that guy, fuck, he's the dirtiest pig out there, you know, right. what that guy's done. So you want to go, okay, no suspension, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> because but but you just can't do it, right? You can't make these rules based on the only the only way they do do it, which is good, is repeat offenders, right? From from that side, uh, but but you can't you can't go the other way. You go oh, well. You know he's done that to a lot of guys, so we're going to let it slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'd have a very complicated player safety meeting, Steve, coming up after each each episode
0: or yeah. incident. So it's interesting how Nazim Kadri almost has had a turnaround in what people think about him because, unfortunately, he was the victim of racial taunts on social media in that St. Louis series for the very hit I just talked about, where he collided with Jordan Bennington. Bennington knocked out of the series. Colorado was on to win said series. And obviously, Blues fans were not happy with that. Some Blues fans took it to a really ugly level and had racial taunts in there. And I, 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 can't, I can't express this enough at how ugly I think that is and how awful it is. And, and shame on the fans who did that on social media. But mm-hmm. that said, it doesn't change Nazem Kadri's entire history. Nazem Kadri's history, and I'm just assessing a hockey player here, has been that of a weasel. He's been a guy that's done a lot of dumb things. And I'm not Mm going to just, I mean, I'm sorry that he endured that. It's heinous and I hate it. But from a hockey perspective, he's clearly one of the top 10 weasels in the NHL and almost every hockey fan would agree. But that seems to have been now sort of because of what happened, seemed to have been kind of just ignored now. And so as I'm assessing Evander Kane on Nazem Kadri, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking of anything that somebody in St. Louis said on social media, I'm just trying to assess what I know right. about the player, what I saw in the play, and I got no skin in this game. Not like you, you're an Euler fan. I don't mm. really care who wins this series at the end of the day. I'd probably prefer the Blues, but or sorry, with the Oilers, but um, mm-hmm. that's how I'm kind of looking at it, just uh, just for the record. Right. Yeah. right. I agree with all that. Yep, I, I, I got your back. So um, the other game... We mm-hmm. saw the Tampa Bay Lightning take it awfully close to a th- another three nothing conference final. This could mm-hmm. easily have been the you know the fastest conference finals ever. Maybe the Dallas too, if mm-hmm. uh, if Tampa Bay doesn't score late in that game on Sunday to come away with a three two victory, they're down. They're tied at two, and Andre Polat scores the forty two seconds to go. Oh my God, what a pass from Nikita Kucherov! By the way, I know. <laughs> so in that game, no. Tampa Bay is down two nothing. In the game and in the series, so they obviously could not afford to uh lose that hockey game, but they rallied in the game and who'd uh who would be surprised one iota if they rallied in the series too? right right Deuce is wild Stevie's yeah. is two all yeah down down two games um
1: yeah they say game fours, Stevie are big uh game that game three's
0: pretty big <laughs> okay. yeah oh, two one all big. three Zip. yeah they're all big yeah. you know, exactly. Tampa had big. a nine-day layoff uh, going into that series after their second-round sweep of the Florida Panthers. And uh starting to look like, oh, they've lost all their momentum. And they're down 2 nothing in that game. And uh, they turned it on. They completely turned it on. They peppered uh, Shisterkin with 51 shots. Yikes. So Yikes. the defending Stanley Cup champion serving notice. Yeah, we've woken up. We're here. Yep. We have a series, so yeah. it's gonna. Get, I think it's gonna get good from here.
1: Yeah, they're firing shots, Steve, like they're coming out of an AK
0: forty-seven. You know, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. doing it all without Braden Point. He missed his sixth straight game in that one. So, anyway, there. Uh, the action continues tonight as your Oilers try to stave off elimination. Fun fact: yes. you don't stave off anything but elimination in this world. You you mm-hmm. stave nothing, right? Yeah. Stave stave away is what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. I still kind you know I kind of believe uh, where they're get where they're getting uh, uh, the guys who got called out. Stevie here in town, all the all the uh, shows, all the pundits, all the analysis is Darnell Nurse and Mike Smith are brutal. Nurse wants eight nine million or something like that, and and uh, has not been good. Has not been good. Uh, a lot of people think he's overrated, and I guess he kind of showed it. Uh I got to admit I record the game Stevie and then I when I when I get back to them I'll I'll go away and do stuff for an hour because I love to whip through the commercials. Uh but what I also do Steve is whip through the actual play till I get to the next
0: goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, that doesn't make you necessarily a good uh evaluator of what Darnell Nurse is or isn't doing, but yeah, uh, he's exactly. he, he 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 may he probably wants his money because uh he he's uh he's got a contract because he just signed a massive massive deal. It's uh seventy four million dollars over let's see here uh, seventy four million over the next eight years, and it hasn't even started oh, yet. So he got his he's got it he got his nine million. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's twelve million for the coming year, and then it sort Yikes. of sort of drains down from there. But it's on average nine point two five million per season. And if you're already upset with Darnell Nurse, and you've got. Eight more years of that at seventy-four million dollars total. That's going to be a cranky fan base for a while.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know where they did it in the first place. Where they? Mm-hmm. I've just heard so much mixed opinion of that guy. Right. How does that add up to, to you know nine, ten million a year? Jesus,
0: I think Nurse will be fine, but time will tell. And Mike Smith, I think, is probably nearing the end. But you never know. Guys I kind of cycle through. I think about Chris Weidman, who today signed a two-year contract extension with the Montreal Canadiens. He was a good Mm -hmm. guy when he was here in Ottawa. Um, Unfortunately, he was caught up in that Uber cab ride thing. Oh, yeah. And he was kind of made the scapegoat. There was like seven, eight guys from the Sens in that cab. But for some reason, he seemed to be thought of as the the ringleader in the thing. And it kind of spelled the beginning of the end uh, for his time in Ottawa. Well, that and him being fallen on by the very large Evgeny Malkin and him tearing... Not one, but two hamstrings at the same time. Oh, yeah, double yeah. hammy. It's a, he gets a two-year extension, though, with the Montreal Canadiens today, which is pretty cool. And so it's nice to see that some guys, after they become, you know, they're in the doghouse. He actually left the NHL and played uh, over in the KHL for a little while, came back and got a one-year deal from the Habs, and he led the team in scoring as far as defensemen goes, 27 points in 64 games. So good guy there. He actually went on Twitter like about three, four years ago when he was here in Ottawa and said, any kids want to join me at the outdoor rink? I'm going to play a little pickup hockey if anybody wants to join me. And he was out there, true to his word, hanging out with the kids. So good quality character guy, and I'm glad to see him having some success in Montreal. Sorry about that. That's No, no, no problem.
1: Uh, Steve, did it ever strike you as odd that there were six or seven guys in one Uber? Okay, we're just talking about the uh, $70 million contract of Darnell Nurse. Um, You know, boys make... Maybe take two Ubers, Steve. Okay, you're making pretty good dough. Okay, you're making pretty good dough. Okay, what's it? No, no, I'm not. It's, it's cheaper, you guys, if we take one Uber. Yeah I, know. yeah, I know. If you're homeless, I might get the idea that we got to split an Uber. Okay. Is that in the contract, Steve? I need Uber money too. Get the agent on the phone. I need some Uber cash. Okay. Don't expect me to be flying around in an Uber all by myself
0: and take the whole load. All right, Steve? Yeah. But how many (laughs) athletes have we criticized for DUIs? Right? They're going to jump in the car. Just take two
1: Ubers. uh, No, I get it.
0: You know, know, it's six guys. Steve, let's go three and three. Okay? Get off the
1: wallets.
0: (laughs) It's not like they piled into a smart car or something like that. (laughs) It was a big, big minivan, so there was room for all of them. So it's all good. uh, Anyway, I understand what you're saying. I understand. Let's take a time out of the, yeah, yeah. let's take a time out of the program. Phil Mickelson has joined, officially joined Live Golf. He's going to play in the first event in London. So count him among those who are not playing at the Canadian Open. And we'll talk about that and much more. And the Canadian men's soccer team, we're basically boycotting that exhibition game, that World Cup tune-up in Vancouver on Sunday. What's up with that? We'll talk about that and more coming up after these here words. Insurance is very expensive, and it's my job to save you money. If you can't save money, why would you buy from me? You have plenty of options, so make me one, and you'll see why. Text QUOTE to 613-860-6008 to get started. We can spend 10 minutes to connect, and I'll email you a personalized quote. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. At Jim K. Ford, the 2022 Ford Bronco SUV is ready to help shift your perspective and push boundaries on your terms with a newly available manual transmission, with the Sasquatch package. Drake Batherson drives a Jim K. Ford Bronco. Order yours today exactly the way you want it at Jim K. Ford 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. And if you need help navigating this wild Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen's services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all those offers coming in. For buyers... Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers out there. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn Walton today, glennwalton.com. So before we get to the golf, I threw something into the mix as far as subjects go about uh, Gareth Potts. He uh, cleared a table in 8-ball in the fastest time in 8-ball history, 28 seconds to win a match. How good is that? Twenty eight seconds. Are you are you bringing up some pool, Stevie? I was trying to be encouraging. Nice man, that's nice. Yeah, that's, I thought so. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, anything about pool, so well, I. Well, the, the other was,
1: the other one, Steve, is the reigning world champion in snooker. Stevie Ronnie O'Sullivan did a perfect game, full clearance. Stevie, fifteen blacks, all the colors in five minutes. Okay. Uh, now this in pool twenty eight seconds. Fuck, there's How
0: can you do that? Must have made like six balls in one shot or something. I, I haven't looked at no, the no. fit. His break looked like it took down two or three, and then he made then he made four or five after that. Spit spat where it's at. See you later. Yeah, it was very impressive. Every shot was fully under control. Like you could not take the cue ball and place it by hand any better than he did. It was phenomenal to watch. 28 cool, eight seconds. Yeah. Cool, all right, Phil Mickelson joins Live Golf. He's going to play in the first event in London, uh, officially signed on this week. It's going to be at the Centurion Golf Club in London, England. And uh, Live's golf commissioner, Greg Norman says Phil Mickelson, is unequivocally one of the greatest golfers of his generation. He hasn't played professionally since that public backlash for his comments about Live Golf in February and obviously saying some not-so-nice things about the PGA Tour and paraphrasing here they're hoarding of their money anyway uh lefty joins a field headlined by dustin johnson sergio garcia louis Tyson. so that's a pretty good start i mean initially when i heard kevin na for example was going i was like who right. cares if kevin na is playing in the saudi league but the more names you get the more you have to be taken seriously what do you think
1: yeah, um, it's been the it's kind of been the talk of the weekend with some buddies of mine. Um, it's you know I, I I'm trying to come up with sort of some some nice reasons why people would do this, um, you know why Greg Norman would want to do this breakaway tour, why players would want to go, why some don't, why speak out against it, da, 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 da. and and I'm saying well there's got there's there's got to be some sort of positive out of this and. When when it gets down to it, Steve, even not when it gets down to it, right from the start to right down when it gets down to it, it's all money. Mm -hmm. It's all. Oh yeah. It's. I I I think you know Dustin. There was some quote that he's he's getting 125 mil
0: guaranteed, um, just for coming. Thanks for coming. We appreciate Uh, you being here. Here's 125 million.
1: Okay. Before you Yeah. yeah before you throw any wood into the tea deck yeah. um so i but but i guess that's what it is steve right i guess that's the reality we you know it's it's all this just in money money talks uh but it's the big bad world of sports you know stevie um you know we'd said the the equivalent of what they're doing uh if if you wanted to test it in the nhl you know because there's there's pure steve that are coming out going you know what? They owe it to the game, the PGA. This is a this you're spitting in the face of the, of the PGA of that tour, and you uh, are obligated to continue to sp- support it and all that. It just ain't going to last over time, Steve. Right? It ain't going to last when someone sees how successful that tour is. That they're going to maybe try it on their own and try something on their own. And in the meantime, Steve, it's it's all because, you know, over the last several years, the Middle East has come on with golf, mm-hmm. right? And golf course design and American guys have been building and designing courses over there. And the the tournaments they have are through the roof, money-wise. So, uh, you know, you, it's never a problem till it's a problem, you know. So, but is it going to be a problem? Yeah, you didn't do that, do did you? <laughs> uh,
0: well, I, I think it could be. I'm not writing it off, but in the for the here and now, I look at it and I see some of the names that are there and I go, okay, they got a few. But I'm still, I don't have any fondness. I don't have any knowledge or interest in who wins the Live Golf Tour event. I just don't. Mm-hmm. But if the money is so insane and they're willing to just make it rain all over these PGA players, like the, it could change. I'm not, I'm not into it yet. But if you get enough big names from the PGA Tour, suddenly you have to start going, well... That's 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 getting pretty impressive. If all the guys are playing in that tour and not this one anymore, like if all my favorite PGA players showed up at Live Golf, like if every Jimmy, if every PGA player you cared about was now in in Live Golf, wouldn't you have to start taking it a little more seriously? Uh, because if I'm watching, if I'm suddenly watching like the Players Championship in the PGA and none of the big names are there because they're over in the Live Golf Tour, I don't know if I'll have. The same thoughts about caring who wins
1: yeah yeah well the European tour you know I, gl- I glance at it Stevie I glance at it I don't I don't watch it like I you know what well, one is the time the, you know the time change is too hard right it's in the middle of the night but mm-hmm. yeah it just doesn't interest me too much you know I glance at it um, even if every PGA player was over there playing which was going to be my follow-up now Sorry. I'm watching. Yeah. Now, now, now I'm going to watch, you know? Um, so I, I, you know, I, I think they'd be better to look at this thing. Let, let it run. Okay. Let's see what happens this year. Let's see what happens with viewing audiences. Are they, are they cut back, uh, with the PGA? Does it affect it? Does it increase audiences over there? Um, I, I, I think there's only upside for that tour, Steve. And I think there's downside for the PGA because of it. So if you're the PGA, instead of digging your heels in, right, that they're going, you're not, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna take that away from us. It might be time to go. We we should we should sit at a table here with these guys, and see if we can mold something that would be an explosive tour, Stevie, right? Yeah. Big cash, you know, big cash. Everyone lining up to play in the events, uh, you know. Do do, do you merge them? Now, what about the European Tour now? Right, they're looking at it, go. Cripes, man. Now we got to compete against that. You know, it's it's all we can do to
0: compete against the PGA. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. It's also going to be interesting to see how the Canadian men's soccer team makes out here. They refuse to take the field for Sunday's World Cup warm-up match against Panama in Vancouver because of a big dispute over the distribution of prize money. Uh, that's what the team announced in an open letter. The 33 players who comprise the national team also boycotted training on Friday and Saturday. And Sunday's match at BC Place was called off less than two hours before kickoff. Like This team is so popular right now after qualifying for the World Cup. First one to do so for Canada since 1986, I think. Um, People are so jazzed about them. They're coming from all over Canada to watch this thing on Sunday in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And the team just called it off. And what the issue is, The players are at odds with Canada soccer over a reported $10 million. The Federation is expected to receive from FIFA for reaching the men's world cup. They want a 40% share in compensation. They also want a transparent review of Canada soccer's broadcast and commercial dealings and some other things as well. And uh, I guess uh, players, Let's see, a spokesperson for Canada Soccer told TSN Saturday the players demanded 75 to 100% of the prize money. The federation claims it offered to split 60% evenly between the men's and women's teams. But it's all just terrible timing for Canada Soccer when, for the first time maybe in my lifetime, people are really talking about soccer in this country.
1: Yeah, you know, he, here's the deal, Steve. I, 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 think, I think it's cruel, cruel and unusual punishment that the players are putting on soccer canada uh you know let's look at this boys okay so you had this great year okay you had this great year and it's it's you know so exciting since 86 that you're going to the world cup and now you're walking in saying by the way we want all the cash now and we're not going to play unless you give us all the cash now and we get this it's it's called the cash now steve it's a real cash now Oh no, it's cow. cow-, cow okay, <laughs> so, it, it, you know, if I'm Soccer Canada, right? I'm going. Oh, no, no problem. Let, let's look back over all the years that we didn't fold the program. Okay, that the interest was so low, and we kept the program together, and we kept we kept fielding a national team. You know, when and you know, year after year after year after year. Okay, and 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 we we did. We kept our end of the bargain. We didn't want to let it slide you know so now you know know, this exceptional performance in one year and now what are you guys going to do give us a break how about we get a little cash okay (laughs) trying to run this thing and build a program and give it back to junior soccer and development and all this stuff you know it's like it's like getting a shutout Steve in game seven of a Stanley Cup final okay and then walking in 10 minutes later to the GM going I'd like to redo my deal yeah, I really like to redo my deal now, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, well, you've been shit. Okay? And we 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 kept resigning over the four or five years. I I just think it's unfair. You know, I really do. I I really think it's way over the top. And besides, Steve, we're going to go, "Okay, no, nope, no problem. Are you going to give it back?" If you know, are you going to give it back if you guys don't qualify for the following World Cup? Right. For a bunch of sanctioned events, okay? For whatever else, okay, whatever else there is, what are you going to do if you if you start to go for a shit performance watch, you know? So I I agree with you, Steve. It's 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 unbelievable timing. Uh, I understand probably that they got together. Okay, let's hit them now, boys. Let's hit them
0: now. We're the best. We're the best thing out there. We're the best thing out there. You know. Yeah, they have leverage right. now, is what it comes down to. And, yeah. and I'm not going to pretend to know the history of negotiations between Canada soccer. And the players who've been chosen to play for our national programs. I mean, there's a quote here that says, you know, we want to work together. This is coming from the players. We want to work together with our organization. But this Mm -hmm. relationship has been strained for years now. And now Canada soccer has disrespected our team and jeopardized our efforts to raise the standards and effectively advance the game in Canada. So, I mean, I just don't know what the players working conditions have been over all these years. Um, mm. But they see it as a case of, yeah, um, we've now got some leverage here, and now maybe we're going to right the wrongs from the, the past many years. Like you said, like they say, it's, it's been a strained relationship for a while now. So, however, it all plays out, I hope both sides can figure things out in a, in a fair way for both, because I'm sure the last people in the world that want to disappoint Canadians are the players themselves. But uh they obviously feel well, very strongly about their issues no no problem and I'll agree with you uh
1: you know about your stance when we look at the result from the World Cup okay easy there big boys let's see how you do let's see how you do okay and then and then perhaps you've got some real leverage but this you know this, this stuff before anything's ever happened Stevie you know to go in and go okay we want this and this and this and this you have they haven't even played a game yet in the yeah. World Cup. So I think one of the things
0: is that a lot of stand the Canadian players, down, fellas, you know. Yeah, I I I can't I can't go that far without knowing all the issues, but I will say that I think that you've got for the first time in well, maybe in the nation's history, you've got a lot of national players who mm-hmm. are making serious money playing over in Europe and rubbing elbows with the greats of the game right now. And they talk. They absolutely mm-hmm. talk, and they would probably hear what some of the greats of the game. Uh, how they're being compensated by their national programs. So I think that lends into the dialogue of this particular group, because it is so special. It is so talented that Mm -hmm. they're hearing what else is going on out there in the world. They're seeing, okay, we just won CONCACAF taking on some really, really strong teams and uh, maybe time we got ours. I think that probably plays into it as well. So it's, it's unfortunate Mm -hmm. timing though, because I'm so happy for, soccer in this nation, that so many people are talking about our national program. I said a moment ago that Canadians don't talk that much about soccer. I'm referring to our national program. Of course, soccer's huge in Canada. Anyway, hopefully it all works out. Uh, And with that, we'll call it a day, James. Any final thoughts? No. 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 No,
1: no, just adjusting the cushion, Stevie. The big game's coming up. Uh, I just got to... just got a little offer to the game, Stevie.
0: Oh, you should go. It's gonna be so a while right. till the next one.
1: No, I can't. I can't go. I keep I keep flicking my stupid shoulder. I got I got bad depth perception. <laughs> 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 no driving for another week, Stevie. One right. one more week. And then I'm
0: then I'm like I'll be in the indie five hundred. There you uh, go. Well you're just a few days that's pretty good because 'cause you're just a few days removed from I'm never driving again. But right, that's
1: true. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. I woke up this morning with a little okay. Not gonna hang your hat on this accident your whole life. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off, start all over again. I don't know that
0: song. Let's go, Oilers. All right, our website, ladies and gentlemen, is stewproject.com. Check that out. A Patreon membership would be most appreciated if you're willing to support the show. That'd be uh, maybe check out a SWP t shirt at uh, stevewproject.com. James, enjoy Flabby your day Flabby and, Flabby Flabby and go to the Oilers game. We'll talk to you Good night, everybody. Bobby, <laughs>